This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Anthony on Air podcast, and we are live with you here. And the breaking news that the remains found yesterday are that indeed of Brian Laundrie. Frankie C is here. And we are going to go through the latest on all this information, including how he was found, who found him first. That might surprise you, actually. Uh, and uh, a piece of evidence that remains that may actually help shed some light on uh, what exactly happened to Gabby Petito. So hopefully there's some hope in that form right there. Frankie C., how you doing? Doing all right, my man. Uh, yeah, so um, breaking news, obviously, uh, a few moments ago, uh, the FBI in Denver, who is heading this investigation, uh, released the information confirming that the remains found uh, at the Carlton Reserve uh, yesterday were that belonging to Brian Laundry. And um, they had to go through dental records, right? I mean, yeah. I don't know what kind of condition they have to, you know, you have to be in for them to identify you through dental records, but that's... Not great condition. New. Would be my guess. That would be probably accurate. Yeah. Of course, if you're watching this video, uh, please give us a thumbs up on Facebook or YouTube. Share it around because we're going to capture all the information, all the latest information, and just kind of deliver it to you uh, right here. Uh, FBI, as Frank just said, confirmed the dental records. Uh, that was the form of identification. Two local detectives visited the Northport, Florida home of Laundry's parents, Shortly before the FBI made the announcement, I have that video for you guys. So we'll bring that up on the screen yep. so, so you can see it. Kind of this weird, bizarre, solemn You know, we scene. just we wish he could have been taken and alive. Yeah. So we can get some answers, but this is what it is. Well, there's some hope. So here's the two uh, FBI agents that were uh, entering the home. This video, courtesy of... Uh, WFLA News down in Florida. Uh, the agents rang the bell. They tried to get in. As you see here, this agent couldn't get in there first. Uh, and then he was eventually let in. And uh, they were, um, they walked out just a, a few moments later. I mean, when I when I share the rest of the story here with you, you'll kind of understand why it was a pretty quick visit. Um, but, this was um, them delivering the news to the parents? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Because the media is just, they're all, they're camped out. You know, so nothing's going to happen at yeah. that house without without no, there being course. some footage of it. Of course. So you see, they went in there, and um, I'm not exactly sure how long, but it wasn't it wasn't very long. A few moments later, they were seen uh, exiting the house, as you can see here. Yeah. So it is confirmed; it's him, and uh, she says there's hope that there's some details that we don't know that have been preserved somehow? Yeah, so I have the, um, I don't have the FBI uh, press conference to share with you, but I have, I have the quotes and I have some, uh, some things that kind of, there's one thing in particular that uh, leaves a little bit of hope that um, maybe we'll have some sort of a clue on, um, on what happened there. So um, 
So his family was um, was notified. Uh, later on, the family attorney, Stephen Bertolino, said um, that uh, Chris and Roberta have been informed that the remains found yesterday in the reserve are indeed Brian's. We have no further comment at this time, and we ask that you respect the laundry's privacy, end quote. Uh, also, the attorney for the Petito family, Richard Stafford, said they are not doing interviews uh, currently right now. Uh, he released a statement saying, quote, they are grieving the loss of their beautiful daughter. Gabby's family will make a statement at the appropriate time and when they are emotionally ready. I mean, it's they an emotional. No, they don't have to. But you got to figure it's an emotional day for them as well. I mean, they've been in the in the in the dark with all of this stuff. And were they going to find him alive? Were they going to get some information, some clarity? Yeah, were they going to get like... to see him yeah, take the stand? You know. That's right. all over now for them, too. So a tough day for them, I'd imagine. I feel like, you know, the Petito family, just just leave them alone. I mean, they don't have to make any kind of statement. Let them be. Did nothing wrong. They don't need to make any kind of statement. Just let them be. You know, I, I just feel like just let them be for now. You know, I just it seems like too much. Let's just let them let them be with their, their family and everybody and just. Yeah, let's all move on. I feel. Well, I think they'll make a statement when they're good and ready. Right, but I'm saying it's not required, is what I'm saying. You know, they, they shouldn't have feel obligated. Yeah. So. So again, if you're just joining us here, skeletal remains and clothing found has been confirmed to be that of Brian Laundries. Um, a police spokesperson, Josh Taylor, said, "Quote: They are human remains, no doubt. There, I would say that the remains were consistent with one individual." Uh, you know, that being skeletal remains. Investigators also found clothing believed to be consistent with that uh, that Laundrie was wearing when he took off on September 13th. Less than a week after Laundrie went missing, authorities found uh, Gabby Petito's remains, of course, and um, then yesterday we got the news that the notebook was found along with a backpack, uh, the clothing, and then eventually the human remains. So uh, in the, in the uh, comments, Christy makes a good point. His body cannot decompose in that short of time. I, true. Uh, but the area he was found in was underwater for a, while, for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, and then that's why they couldn't search the area. But then they, the water receded and they were able to go in. That's where they found him. So the natural elements, I guess, got to uh, his body or... You know, animal, who, who knows how, what, how we ended up in that spot. Uh, I'm sure they'll give us some kind of answer of what exactly when the, when the coroner does the, the autopsy and everything. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that for a second. Cause, okay, two big pieces. The hope for some info on, on Gabby and mm -hmm. who exactly found him. We'll get into that. But let's talk about skeletal remains. Right. I mean, and again, nobody, nobody is exactly saying this, but. The odds that it is an alligator that got him kind of feels pretty like, you know, again, Could body be. can't decompose in that short of a time. Probably yeah. most likely something. Something bad. Yeah. That or he succumbed to some kind of, uh, you know, maybe he got some kind of infection. He got hurt and he couldn't move and he got stuck in the mud. He got who the hell knows. Yeah. But chances are animal related floods you know that kind of quick moving in and out. I, i'm no i'm no expert on this but that kind of you know nature moving in and out that quickly 
I'm sure the water helps that process along very quickly. As, uh, you know, assuming that there are animals in that area, I'm sure. Yeah. And if he's been there a couple of weeks, I'm sure that that would move the process along and, and make make him unrecognizable. Well, the thing that I'm wondering is, you see, this is this is my couple of big questions with this. Did he go there? Did he kill himself? And then eventually, was he eaten by alligators? Or was he trying to survive? Was he on the hunt? Like you said, was he just kind of sleeping and, you know, out there and just kind of barely surviving, you know, living off of protein bars, whatever, and then again, get eaten, get attacked and eaten? You know, what? I wonder what it was. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, it's all speculation uh right now we don't know if he did take his life his own life and then because he could have on that first day you don't know and then he's been out there for three weeks that's the thing yeah exactly he's just been out there just for weeks and then he got came along and got eaten yeah and plus who knows if they found his entire body you don't know how much of him that they found uh, as uh, christy points out if it was an animal his body would be scattered maybe they just found parts of him, they found they found skeletal remains, right? That's the that's what they're saying. That's all they're saying. So we don't know if it was spread out. We don't, don't know, know, you know. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's very. They're not releasing a lot of details yet. I have something on the gun being found. Good comments coming in from Christy April. Wondering if he left a note. They haven't commented on that, but again, little piece of evidence. We're going to get to it here on. Uh, there being some hope for getting some more uh, information, for finding out some more information. So um, let's talk about who uh, actually found him. It was his father. You know, a lot of people were speculating, like, isn't it weird that they show up and all of a sudden they're found? Even weirder would be the fact that it was his father, Chris, who actually found him. Now, that's that's strange because... I mean, if you look at the... Do you want to hear was, the story or do you want to comment on it? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, no, I, I, you can go if you want. I was just saying, when they showed the uh, photo or the video of the parents on the trail, they didn't seem like they were deep in the forest. They seemed like they were right on the trail. Like there was a, a, a path right there that looked like it It wasn't overgrown. It looked like a path that that's that I, I would imagine is used kind of often. Um, so they weren't, it didn't look like they, that he may have been dug in pretty deep into that area. So, you know, uh, unless he drifted into that area or he was just on the side of the road there, it just seems like, I don't know. He wasn't very far in to the, you know, uh, you know what I mean? It looks like he was right on the outskirts of that trail. Of that trail, yeah. Well, and again, could be, you know, uh, could be that's just where the photo was taken of him. Could be that, it, you know, again, this was all underwater just, you know, days ago, you know, before they actually had a chance to come through and, and search for this uh, in this particular area. Um, but um, the laundry family attorney is describing the discovery as happenstance. Of course, laundry's family joined the search on Wednesday morning and uh, they found the bag belonging to their son. According to Bertolino, uh, Laundrie's parents informed the FBI and the North Port Police Department on Tuesday night that they wanted to visit the park 
Wednesday morning to search for their son. Now, people that are conspiracy theorists are going to say this is awfully suspect. I can't exactly argue with them. I don't know how or why, you know, especially the, the fact that he's dead. You know what I mean? I don't know. Um, the only yeah, thing I, I can mean, think no. of is that they were in some sort of a communication with him and then that communication stopped, which is what made them uh, worry. But at the same time, if they, I find it hard to believe that they could have been in some form of communication with him and the FBI did not know. I mean, it's not like they can monitor their phone calls or something for that kind of. Can they not? I mean, you have to get a warrant for that. Maybe they did. They don't have to inform them of it. Um, maybe they did. But he was only uh, they were only looking for him because of the credit card. So it doesn't seem like that's enough to tap phones in the laundry house. Uh, but I don't know. I'm no law expert, but. Um, how many times am I going to say I'm no expert on this or that? <laughs> For a couple more, I want everybody to more. know it. Okay. Um, by the way, this episode is brought to you by our good pals at Jumpstart Coffee Company. Uh, 50% of their proceeds go to the Navy SEAL Foundation. So if you want great coffee with a great cause, click the link, to the, click the link in the description below. More on them in a second, of course. Let's get to this. Let's talk about how uh, Chris went and found him. And, of course, if you're enjoying this episode... Uh, if you've always been a fan of the podcast, we appreciate that. Hit the thumbs up on YouTube and Facebook. It helps the algorithm. It helps us get out to more people, which is so much appreciated. And, of course, we've been talking about Gabby and Brian since the story was a story. So make sure you're subscribed to our channels, following us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube uh, so you don't miss out on the latest. So they joined. They entered the park with law enforcement on Wednesday morning. Uh, Bertolino said, quote, as they went further in, Chris ventured off the trail into the woods. He was zigzagging in different areas. Law enforcement was doing the same thing. His mother, Roberta Laundry, was walking down the trail. At some point, Chris located what was called a dry bag. The dry bag is a white bag laying in the woods, say, 20 feet or so off the trail. So there you go to answer your question right there. Uh, the dry bag was in some brambles and he didn't want to move it because he wanted his lawn. He wanted the law enforcement to see it. Bertolino said, however, Chris Laundrie couldn't find law enforcement and didn't want to leave the bag there with a news reporter standing nearby. So he picked it up. Wait, what is the dry bag? It is a white bag. No, what, what is it? It's just a bag. Okay. It was just a bag. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um, he did meet up shortly with law enforcement. They looked at the contents of the bag. At that time, law enforcement officers showed him a picture on the phone of a backpack that law enforcement had located also nearby and also some distance off the trail. At that point, the laundries were notified. There was also some remains near the backpack and they were asked to leave the preserve. So he found this first bag. Law enforcement found the backpack. And at the same time, they found the remains and that's when they said, you know, it's better that you guys leave so that they could. Okay, pay. so he didn't. They didn't find. Laundry's father didn't find him. They found he found a bag. He found the first thing though. He did find it before the the FBI. If I have the timeline correctly, it was all kind of right right around the same time, but okay. it was that first thing that he found, and then of course they were in the trail and they were all zigzagging, and then that was it. So he father technically found the first piece of evidence okay and then now all right so we know there was a backpack what is this bag i mean what is it something significant in that do we know what's in that 
I mean, I don't know. It's just a bag. I mean, I didn't know about the bag. I, I knew about the backpack and they, there was some notebook maybe, but I don't know about a bag. Yeah, so supposedly there was a, a white bag as well. Okay. Right, food um, supplies, food, whatever. Well, let me uh, let me get a little bit into that. But of course, uh, Jumpstart Coffee Company sponsors our podcast. Uh, we do a live read for them every episode. Let's do that right now. Link in the description below. Honestly, the greatest coffee that I've ever had. I am drinking it right now in our Anthony on Air mug right there. Frank's holding it up. They have nice. uh, the dark roast, the medium roast, which is my favorite. Caramel notes. Little raisin notes in there. Very tasty, very delicious. Uh, order with the link in the description and use the promo code AOA15 and you'll save 15% off this great coffee. And of course, Jumpstart Coffee Company, what makes them so special, besides the fact that they make amazing coffee, 50% of their profits get donated to the Navy SEAL Foundation. Those great men and women that keep us safe here in America. So if that touches your heart, click that link in the description below, order up some coffee. You could also click the banner on the homepage of anthonyonair.com. Uh, so Brian's uh, father uh, found the uh, first piece of evidence. So looks let's like, talk about... Yeah, it looks like Panda Bear points out it's called a dry bag. It wasn't just a dry bag. It's called a dry bag because it's something like it's waterproof and it keeps uh, whatever's inside dry when you're, when you're boating, according to Panda Bear. Right. Thank you for that comment. Thanks, Panda Bear. So... Um... Um, what's significant about this though, is the notebook, uh, according to, uh, the FBI, the notebook has not been opened yet that they found that will okay. of course need to be processed. A source with knowledge of the investigation is saying that the notebook is possibly salvageable, even though the notebook was said to be outside of the dry bag. It had been clearly wet, and they are going to use any potential means to dry that out before opening it, according to the source who added, they'll be very careful with it. Source is unclear on how the notebook ended up outside of the bag. When Mr. Taylor, the spokesperson for the authorities, was asked whether or not a weapon was found, he said he could not comment. So to answer the question before, was there a gun? No comment is we not a you. no. It's not a no, but it's not a yes. You can't. In other words, they're asking about the contents of these bags, and they can't comment on anything yet mm -hmm. um, until they go through it and see what kind of evidence is in there. So they can't say no. They can't say yes. We just, they just can't say yet until they go through everything and process it. Makes sense. Yeah, it, it does. Um, uh, but yeah. it brings us to – go ahead, Frank. I'm sorry. No, I'm saying – uh, people are asking in the comments. No, they didn't. The father didn't find the body. Father found what's called a dry bag. Uh, and then authorities came by, found the backpack, and found the remains. Correct. So now we're sitting here, and the notebook is our only remaining hope because they're going to dry this thing out. The source said he believes it's salvageable, or they believe it's salvageable. This is like we speculated on our previous podcast on Wednesday, yesterday, um, is basically our only hope. Did he write down what happened? Is there some form of confession? Is there some sort of, you know, thought process, diary thing, even if he didn't explicitly say what happened to Gabby, you know, between him and Gabby or what he did to Gabby, 
did he you know what was he writing in those last couple of days was there remorse was there um yeah. was it more just like i have this much food left or i left a thing here to eat or yeah to be honest why if you're on the run if you leave you're going into hiding why even have a notebook you know unless you're gonna write down what happened you know i don't I like mean, to what give are you credit. writing down I don't like to give you credit often, but it is a great point. If you're on the run, you, you took the time to stop and grab a notebook. Right. What are you documenting other than your maybe, maybe, you know, spilling your conscience out onto the notebook? I mean, right. other than that, it's not like you're he wasn't out there bird watching. He wasn't documenting wildlife. What else could he have a notebook for? Hopefully they're able to salvage it unless it was a. I can't, I don't know, unless it was some, some kind of keepsake memory thing from, from his past that he just wanted to have with him. Uh, who knows? What if, and I feel like somebody alluded to this in the comments a couple of moments ago, what if it was to write a suicide note? Yeah, yeah, could have been, definitely. It's, a, it's not impossible. That, that, that seems like if someone's on the run from something like this, you, if you bring something to write with, why? Why have why carry that with you if you're trying to keep on the move and stay and carry limited supplies? Um, why carry a notebook? That seems like maybe this was planned. Maybe it was a habit. Gina says uh, he she thinks he typically carried a book while camping. He had it while out with Gabby. Maybe this was just something that he was accustomed to doing is, you know, writing. Well, down. What did he well, what was in the what did he write down while he was camping? then? It's I don't know. Like I said. Yeah, daily. maybe it was maybe it was just little journaling. Maybe it was uh, you know tonight we we did this or we ate this or we caught the sunset or we're here or you know right. how many miles they covered or how many you know budget. Right. Well, well this budget. was not an ordinary trip. Uh, you know this wasn't. He's not again like he's not out bird watching. He's not out. You know doing his regular camping routine. This is him on the run. So to have a notebook with you, I can't imagine he's writing down. You know, I, I passed by beautiful trees today, you know. Well, I mean, I don't know. I could appreciate Brian uh, Brianna's um, Facebook uh, profile picture there. Uh, it could have been filled with notes about the area because he spent time there before. It could have been a guide. Yeah, excellent that's point. True. That's a good point. Didn't think of that. Maybe he knew guide. when certain areas flooded and what trails were good, and that was all written down in the notebook. Apparently not. Yeah. I mean, if that's how, again, we don't know how he, he died. We don't know what happened. Uh, it looks to me, I mean, I, we don't know what it looks like, but it seems to me animals were involved along with the elements, the water, flooding, mud, all that kind of stuff. Because for three weeks, it's not going to be in that kind of condition without the elements. The body's not going to be in that kind of uh, in condition without elements playing a part. Um, Emily commenting, this was so sloppy, hard to believe. I will say, how uh, desperate do you have to be as the authorities to let the parents? Well, I mean, and by the way, not the first time they were there. You know, this is the other part that kind of knocks most cons conspiracy theories about this. Christopher Laundry was there on the scene like a week ago, two weeks ago. I remember, I remember we did a podcast on it. You can go back to our previous episodes here of course all our old episodes are on youtube and facebook 
And of course, anywhere podcasts are available, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe if you like listening to the audio version of the podcast. But we covered this. So, you know, if, if this was some sort of a conspiracy theory, I mean, maybe the idea that he was going to visit once and give him nothing before he visited and gave him something doesn't really play with me. I don't really know about that. But I mean, I feel like they, you know, as they were sitting there trying to figure it out, they struck out the first time and then they they got lucky and hit on it, you know, this time. But how desperate do you have to be to be the FBI to be like, yeah, come on in. You know, we're trying to figure this out. You know, like, I don't know. Where would it be? Like, well, it's one thing to let them. Desperate. Yeah, go no, ahead. But, but answer this question. It's one thing to say, do you have any other thoughts? Where else could he be? And, they, and them say, oh, in this area. And they go, okay, thanks. We'll take a look. But That's they let true. them on the trail and they let them look themselves. I mean, there are people, They when you do search parties, it's just random people just, you know, from from the area just looking. Um, so this could have been search party style where it's just people, we need as many eyes as we can get. And you guys know this area. Maybe you can guide in some way. You've been up here a million times. Maybe you know the area well enough there. You could lead us to where he might go. So maybe they were, you know, when you're going up into that area, it doesn't hurt. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking and uh, trying to put myself in the cop's shoes. Maybe it doesn't hurt to have experts that know the area and know the trails and know which ways to go. So uh, it just seems, yeah, it's it's weird to bring the suspects, parents, maybe get some other experts, trail guides, tour, you know, park rangers or whatever would be around. Maybe get them, mm. the parents, bringing the parents along, especially you don't know what you're going to find. That's a that's a touchy situation. I mean, if you what if the mother stumbled on her child, you know, in that in that condition, yeah, you know, she could have contaminated the whole thing. You know, she would fall to pieces first of all. Second, she would probably not be able to control what she does around these around that area. So, I, it is a, it's a dangerous call to bring the parents of the suspect along, unless they were they didn't know. Because if they were thinking maybe we could find him alive, the parents may have been a bargaining chip. May have been like a, we need, you know, your parents are going to talk to you to bring you out. You know, maybe they, oh, you know maybe. what I mean? Maybe if there was a standoff of some kind, your parents are here, they want to talk to you kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder. That's a, that's a good point. But I feel like they usually do that after they found something, you know? Yeah, Maybe. Um, people are skeptical though. It took them 30 to 45 minutes to find the backpack and the remains after a five week search. Again, I, you know, I understand the suspicion, but you know, according to everybody with knowledge of the situation, this area was flooded and they couldn't find anything, which leads me to believe that he, he's been dead for some time and that area flooded and they couldn't find him. Yeah. I mean, that's, and maybe they wanted to search the area, but you know, they didn't even, you know, what. Let's search the, uh, they probably thought he's not going to be in there alive because it's flooded. So once it drained out, yeah, let's check there. So that, that makes sense. And uh, Ms. Rogers 147 says he's, he's never named a suspect. I don't know why it's weird. They say person they want to talk to. Well, he was, for lack of a better term, he was a suspect. He was wanted for 
credit card fraud. Right. But it, for all intents and purposes, I feel like maybe he wasn't named a suspect, but person of interest, I think maybe he was, right? Person of interest, yeah. I think they were just, I think that's just, you know, legally Semantics. they're just watching watching their own backs. Yeah. Yeah, because they don't have, I guess they didn't have evidence to call him a suspect. Yeah. Uh, it's just the last person to, to know, you know. But it also goes to show you they had no idea whether he was alive or dead because yeah. if he if they if they had a feeling that he was dead they probably wouldn't have you know I mean you can't really take that chance though you know yeah uh, June brings up a good point wouldn't he be floating kind of kind of hard to say because if it's like three feet of water yeah, not really it, much water to float you know yeah, two feet it of could water be muddy swampy water it's swampy yeah. You know, if it's something that, I mean, he's, if there's a backpack or something, it's just remains. I mean, they're not going to go, th even if he was floating. Okay. But they didn't go through that as search. So once the water receded, obviously, go you go you he would go from floating to settled on the ground. And that's when they found him. Yeah. So and again, floating or not. What are we talking about here? Like something like twenty five thousand acres or some crazy like this is a huge a huge area to area. cover. Even though he was what, forty five minutes away from the house? It wasn't that far from his house. Give or take. Uh, DJ Shenanigan, one of my faves. Uh if they call him a suspect, gives him the reason to run. Good point. That's yeah, that's true. They didn't name him a suspect. Person so, of interest, yeah. you know, you're just it's a little less threatening if you do wind up coming across him. Yeah, no, we just want to bring you we just want some answers. That's all. Yeah. You're not under arrest for this. We just want to talk to you. Makes sense to do that. Um, again to our point about swampy grounds, Deb writing in if there were branches, maybe he would not float. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know what I mean, it's it's a I'm sure not the easiest place to traverse. I'm so I'm sure there's branches and mud and god knows what else all these kind of plants and stuff i'm sure it's not just a lake you know and that you could just float i'm sure it's swampy a mess in there yeah um, um but that leads me to the question like that's the big question and i wonder why they didn't answer that just yet about the weapon is you know if there is a gun there you've got to assume he killed himself and then this was uh, an alligator just uh, or whatever right you know, and wouldn't I, I would I would think that you would be able to. Somebody said it before the remains would have been spread around. I'm sure there would be some sort of damage to the bones via teeth if the you know, if he was. Well, we don't know that stuff yet. I mean, I'm yeah. sure there could be. But the coroner and whoever else, the medical examiner, I'm sure will do an autopsy and figure out exactly what happened. I'm, and plus how much of him was found again if you're, you're talking about just a few parts remaining you know yeah I'm, we know at least his teeth were found because you know i'm sure i'm sure maybe his upper body or, or whatever but it was enough to do a dental id uh but not enough obviously to just do a visual id um yeah there's um, a lot of people saying in the comments that maybe his parents had something to do with him being dead which again is a conspiracy theory it's a it's a theory it's 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 out there but who what, knows the parents killed him parents killed him and dumped him there is is uh michelle yeah. says that uh michelle swisher looks like uh, uh parents uh, just as guilty for murder as their coward son who knows i mean but, and we talked about this last podcast again 
Go back, check out some of our past episodes if you're enjoying the content here. Make sure you hit the thumbs up. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube. Hit that bell to get the notifications for when we do put out new episodes. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Um, links and info to everything is up at uh, anthonyonair.com. That's anthonyonair.com. Uh, but we talked about this yesterday, uh, at the fact that, you know, this is just shitty all around. Like, yeah, it's shitty for the Petitos. And even if they helped or not, it's shitty for his parents, too. Like, one, they had to live with the fact that their son did this to this poor girl. You know, the disappointment of your son doing something awful like that. And now the, and now the fact that you lost your son. I don't, it doesn't make sense to me that they would, they would kill him. No, I mean, I can't imagine. Even if your son came home and said, Mom, Dad, I did this terrible thing. Maybe in a blind rage is, is the, the extreme case. But I can't imagine someone being, you know, being so... I can imagine them being sad and maybe mad, but I can't imagine someone being murderous to their son for that. But uh, maybe I'm being naive. But I don't. Again, we don't know anything at this point yet. Cause of death still unknown. Yeah. We know that he's not as uh, he's more decomposed than he should be at this by this time. So chances are he's been out there a while. So even if the parents did have something to do with it, which long shot but if the parents did have something to do with it they would have had to it would, he would have been out there for a long time it would have been a while ago which... uh maximilly i know you're not feeling sorry for the family it's not that i'm feeling sorry for the family i just it's just this is an awful situation you know it's yeah. just awful all the way around you know it's just loads of disappointment stacked upon you know disappointment you know that's really i mean it's a lot i mean a lot happening to these two families in the span of a few weeks in and a short amount of time. And by the way, unraveling in front of the entire world, very public and very, you know, just, I mean, hold on. Sad. Frank's not an expert. Let's ask Gina's question. Do alligators eat bones? Sorry to be graphic. Just wondering. I am an expert. No, they eat. They do. They digest. They, they, they in, ingest the bones and they actually, their stomach acid is strong enough to dissolve bone. Um, that I happen to know. I'm sure they'll, I mean, I don't know if there will be, I don't know if they'll go to this extent, but you know, they have in the past alligator attacks gone out and seeked out the alligator, cut the stomach open to see if they could find, um, you know, the, sure. the person that's definitely happened. But here's the thing, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean they ate everything, you know, and again, the skull yeah. is a little bit tougher, which is why it's easy to have teeth as part of the remains and you could do dental record checks. Yeah, plus there's not just alligators out there. There's there's snakes, there's uh, moccasins, there's uh, panthers. What do shoes uh, have to do with this, Frank? Come on. You know, I don't know what to tell you, but the shoes are out there and they're deadly. No, didn't they call them water moccasins, which we learned? Water moccasins. Yeah. They're big ass snakes and they could be deadly. Uh, but there are, what is it? Um, panthers. Have they uh, questioned the alligator yet? Great question, Athena. I don't know. We'll have to find out. I'd love to get this alligator on the stand. Get him in. A, get him in the witness chair. That'd be something. Put the hot light on him, like they did to Newman in Seinfeld. Pretty hot under these lights, eh, Costanza? Um, you brought up a good point though. Before I went off and was a wise ass, uh, Panthers. We talked about this in a previous podcast. There are a lot of Panthers in that area. Yeah. They named a hockey team after 
after the Florida, you know, the Panthers, there's a there's a lot of Panthers in that area. That is possible that it wasn't an alligator, that it was some sort of another animal like a panther. It could have been. I mean, it could have been an alligator. It just did a messy job of whatever. Um, you know, and I'm basing my my alligator knowledge on TV. So, I mean, I didn't like read this in any alligator textbook. So that take might it be the funniest quote I've ever seen. This might <laughs> be the funniest thing ever. Hey, if he was wearing Crocs, he got what he deserved. DJ shenanigan. That works on two levels. One, yeah. I imagine the crocodile would take offense to that. And two, I've been acute. I wear Crocs and I've been made fun of for it all the time. So that joke. Well, you deserve that on multiple levels. Good for you, DJ shenanigan. Well, well played, good sir. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but I mean, for me, again, two big things coming out of this that I'm that we're still expecting to find out in the next couple of days, which again, make sure you're subscribed to our channel on YouTube or Facebook, wherever you're watching. Uh, if you listen to the podcast uh, via the audio side, you can subscribe on Apple podcast, Spotify. One, what's in that notebook? Is there info on Gabby? Is there a suicide note? Two, was there a weapon around, you know, again, That'll give us some sort of a, some sort of an idea of you know what exactly happened because I I really do want to know it matters to me I want to know did he take his own life or was he fighting to the bitter end to survive yeah. and just got you know could have like I said could have been sleeping somewhere whatever Gator comes up Panther comes up pff, that's it's the over. end yeah I mean there's no fighting off a twenty foot Gator no way I mean, especially it, if it's catching you by surprise in the middle of the night. Yeah, it's a hard fight. Um, yeah, I mean, and how how fast floodwaters can come in, who knows? Again, the the until we have the medical examiner's report, the autopsy, we really don't know. Uh, Sooner Nation says, "I bet he hung himself." Again, uh, maybe, but we don't know. That's uh, it. Could have been anything like that. If he hung himself, I don't think you know, so, though. But they, he would have been. He would have been dangling from a tree then. Maybe. How many weeks? A tree could have fell. This could have fell. Oh, true. I didn't think of that. Actually, that's a good point. You don't know. Could have been anything. Yeah. He could have just got... He could have literally... It could have been anything. He could have got bitten by something, got an infection, and died, and then things just kind of came... Animals came along. Could have been literally anything that's out there. The elements. All right, established writing in Hillary found him. Now I'm not ready to add Brian to the Hillary body count oh, yet. Boy, but I'm not exactly ready to not add him. I mean, where was? Did we have eyes on Hillary? Do we know where she is or where she was for the last? There weeks? should be somebody on the Clintons at all times. I mean, I mean, I know Bill was in the hospital for a little while, but that's was true. Hillary at her side? Well, if you're going to believe mainstream media, then okay. And I don't right. know. Well, you know, yeah. Where's the crocodile hunter when you need him? I know, I know. It's just as well. His son's on, you know. Well, what about dog? Dog didn't didn't do anything. I mean, he tried, I guess. That's all we can ask. Yeah, does he get is... paid? Dog does not get paid on this. Oh, yeah, he no. doesn't get the bond on this one. No, it's not happening. I did find this super bizarre. I don't know what this is from. Um, and I want to share it with everybody. It came off of TikTok. Again, I don't know if this is real or fake. Is this a deep fake face? It's just a really weird and bizarre thing that showed up on Twitter. Um, 
I don't know. I, again, I, I'm going to put this out there because I'm hoping that somebody can shed some light on it, but it's Dog the Bounty Hunter just screaming something about Brian. Here it is right here. Let me have you, Brian! Let me have you, Brian! He's screaming, let me have you, Brian. I don't Is that real? I, I, let me have you, Brian! It's very strange, isn't it? It's extremely strange. It didn't come from a Dog the Bounty Hunter TikTok. It came from a J.D. Morris. So anybody has info on that, I'd love to find out what the hell that exactly is. That's extremely strange. And uh, it's a little, uh, it's weird to, to, I mean, he's taking it very personally. Mm. Um, You know, I I get being passionate, but. That's a little extreme. It doesn't, I don't know if it's real. It doesn't, maybe it is. Who knows? Dog's a little off the uh, the deep end a little bit, right? Or was that... Listen, like, yeah, going back on it now, it's October 21st. You know, as I was doing research before the show here on this one, um, I, I looked at, like, I checked Dog's Twitter because he was throwing a lot of updates our way through his Twitter um, at first. Um, and the last time dog tweeted about this was October 3rd. So 18 days ago. And And that was what him being, having a sprained ankle or something. That was him wading through the water in the, with the boat. Remember he got off the boat and was walking into like the swampy area. Um, and then of course we got the news that he hurt his ankle and he went back to Colorado and said he was continuing the search, uh, you know, remotely. Looking back on it now, this was such a, a headline grabber. Like, this was a publicity stunt. He did next to nothing. I mean, to be fair, he was in the right state. Let's give him that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, okay, he, I he wasn't you. looking. Everybody was saying Appalachian. I mean, everybody was saying Appalachian Trail. They were saying he went to California. They were saying this and that. At least Dog was looking in the right state. He wasn't far, I don't think, from the laundry home. I don't know, though, about that. Um, uh, Yeah, I don't know if he's saying, let me grab you, Brian, or like Stephanie says here, let me help you, Brian. I don't know. But the fact that he delivered this in that sort of a way, it kind of gives me the the douche chills. Uh, It seems like a a big attention-grabbing Yeah, to to get that kind of an intense sound bite, it's it's a little little off-putting. Big thank you to Frank Jacoby. Yeah, thanks for the super chat on uh, YouTube here. He says, that's real. That was from the same interview where he was saying something like, maybe you did the wrong thing, but do the right thing now. All right, so I missed that. Let me help you, Brian, or let me have you, Brian. It's a, I feel like help. It's, it's, a, it's a weird, intense way to say help. Yeah, <laughs> it is really weird. I appreciate the super chat, uh, Frank. Very generous of you. Thank you for that. Really yes. appreciate that. Uh, and thanks even more so for the the information. It just, it, it, yeah, I honestly, I mean, we went, and, and us included, I feel like we all kind of had a little hope for Dog. We were kind of like rallying around him at the beginning there. And now I kind of feel like the complete opposite. Like, I think it kind of feels like Dog owes some people some apologies here for making Maybe. a mockery out of all this and just spreading his name and, and getting in the papers and getting on TV. To be fair... He was helping, you know, he was looking. And I got to say, I was rooting for anybody looking. No matter we who all were. Yeah, so yeah, we all were. It's not like, you know, the more, again, the more eyes, the better. The more the people involved in this, the better. Um, if it's dog that found him, great. It just happened to be that 
it wasn't, but uh, I guess, you know, uh, was it a waste of time? No. I mean, he was, he was, at least he was looking, you know, there was people that aren't looking, he was looking. So. Well, Janine, our own Jaysabs was looking. She was on her iPad a lot. I remember that. So let's. Any, any luck there? Us. Probably not. But to get this fired up over it, I mean. Let me have you, Brian! Just seems very like have. disingenuous to me. I don't know. I I get that there's chills. Yeah, that's it's very weird. I mean, it's out of context, but still very weird. Yeah, and as DJ Shenanigan points out, and we've said this a, a whole slew of times before, the one daughter he's not talking to called him out day one that this was a publicity stunt and he shouldn't have been doing this. Yeah. This is why I don't have kids. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> My kids six and four, and they're already distancing themselves from me. So I kind of really good to move, guys. Uh, Take it from your Justice, Uncle Frank. One of the greats, uh, crediting the chat with being very good tonight. There you go. Everybody's doing yeah. a good job in the chat. You guys are doing a good job. Thanks for uh, participating. It's uh, always good to have everybody, uh, yeah, you know, throwing their voice in there and uh, participating. It's nice. And again, I hate begging for thumbs up. It's so I hate it, but it works. If you so put don't. a thumbs up, it helps the it helps the podcast. So we Stop appreciate be- that. Stop begging, damn it! I know I hate it, but I we have to do it. Thumbs up, the stupid algorithm. We're slaves to the algorithm. That's what it is. Yeah. So you know, uh, hit the thumbs up on this, and of course, if you're enjoying the content, uh, subscribe on YouTube, hit that bell notification, and follow us on Facebook. Again, links to all of our social profiles are over at anthonyonair.com. That's anthonyonair.com. If you're joining us for the first time tonight, uh, we appreciate it. We hope you guys stick around. I was going to make a very insensitive joke. I don't know if I should make it. Eh, let's hold off on it. You've been having, right. you've been drinking whiskey. and I, and I have been not... drinking whiskey. Let's not. <laughs> let's, keep that one, let's keep that one on the inside. <laughs> not going to do it. We'll keep that for the Patreon episode, for the private episode, for sure. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, Bob, do we know anything other than Brian is dead? We know. Let's recap. This would be a good time to recap. People are popping onto the podcast. Uh, if you're listening to this at on, uh, you know, on your own time at uh, on demand, apologies if you're hearing this information again. Brian's uh, uh, skeletal remains were found. The father found a bag first. It was dry. The oh, FBI... it was a dry bag. Yes, it's literally made to keep your contents dry inside of it in case you're boating. Thank you for the, uh, forget who, who said that. Yes. But yeah, um, that's what it's for. So he found that first, he had media near him. So he picked it up before he could get authorities to come by as he was bringing that information over to his wife and the authorities, uh, the authorities informed the parents who were searching that day. In fact, they were the ones who decided to search in that area that they had found a backpack and some remains, and they asked them to leave as they closed down the park as they continued to do uh, that search through that area. That was yesterday, and then, of course, 24 hours, taking the remains in to do a dental record check and uh, the confirmation that it was indeed Brian Laundrie. But as we said, we don't know if there was a weapon near him, and we do know that the notebook is, according to a source with knowledge of the information, salvageable was wet then dry they're not opening it yet because they want to kind of i guess wait for it to completely dry out and then they'll open it and see what's in there suicide note description of what happened between him and gabby kind of confession right diary notes who knows what's in there but i feel like that's the next big 
that's the next big piece of this puzzle is what exactly is in that uh notebook. two bags too as well he got the, his backpack the yeah. dry and the dry bag yeah who knows what's in both of those things could be, just be supplies but uh it could be anything and the notebook is a huge a huge hopefully huge. clue to to unwrapping this whole thing yeah huge asset because i don't know if you how much you know paul so the dry bag may have some stuff intact yes and what's in there? You know, I'm sure there's not. Here's the thing. Like, you don't really if there's knives and guns and ropes, it may seem like I'm going to kill myself with one of these things. But it's also you're surviving out in the wilderness. So it's kind of hard. Could just be food. Yeah. Could, you know, obviously, it's stuff you why you would have a backpack and a dry bag. Why would it all be dry bag? I, I don't you know, I don't know. There's a lot to this. I feel like we're not going to know until a, you know, for a couple of days. Yes. Yeah. And I'm excited to know. And again, that's why I'm saying subscribe, make sure you guys are with us uh, because when we do get that information, uh, we'll be sure to talk about it for sure here on the podcast. And we'd have, uh, we, we've had dogs face up for a while. Maybe yeah. We, can, uh, we should take that. that down, right? That's it's kind of disturbing. Me a little a annoying, bit. isn't it? <laughs> um, that is, that's all the information, Frank. Uh, anything else on uh, Brian Laundry that you want to talk about? Um, Again, I mean, until the coroner tells us the cause of death, how long he's been, I'm sure the coroner could tell us how long he's been out there and what attributed to the rapid decay of his body. Um, we don't, we just are speculating. Uh, but it, it's him. And it, it's, I, I, my, my own thoughts, I wish, I wish they would have found him alive simply for the fact that maybe he could have given the Petito family a little bit more closure. Okay. But, I, yeah. I love Butch's comment because it's ludicrous, ridiculous. Some may even say stupid. That but I think the exact same way that he does. Yeah. If he's, you know, <laughs> maybe you Jason Bourne. Look, I, yeah, I like they, you go look. You know, every day you go, that's crazy. And then you go, yeah, but maybe. I think we're giving Brian Laundry a little too much credit. Butch's comment, which again, I feel like this is exactly how I think too. So credit to you, Butchie. Is it possible that Brian killed some guy and left stuff there to look like him? He had a lot of time to plan that. I mean, you're talking about to, he would have had to have faked the dental records too. Which, by the way, is not out of the realm of possibility because if we know, if we learned anything from the whole nine yards, that was the basic plot of that film. Sorry for the spoilers, but they uh -huh. took, remember, they went to the dentist and they took Bruce Willis's yep. teeth out and put it in another guy and then they, they burned the did. card. But Bruce, but uh, Matthew Perry in that movie was a dentist and could do that. But in this case, Brian Laundrie was a 22 year old kid who was on the run yeah. in the wilderness. I doubt he was able to pull off anything that insanely clever and intricate. But, hey, is there a small chance? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, was I mean, a tiny, itty-bitty point zero 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 one percent chance, I guess. Yeah. Highly unlikely, though. I mean, I, I would, I, I could, I could, go along with something like this a little bit more prior to the dental record thing. Yeah, yeah. If it was, yeah, if it was just, then again, they would have done a DNA thing. I'm sure, which I'm sure they're going to do as well. 
If they have bone, they got DNA. Yeah. So that I'm sure takes a little bit more time and I'm sure it's him. If they know, they wouldn't say it's him unless they're sure. They wouldn't have gone to the, yeah, they don't, that's not a, that's not, they don't want to retract these state kinds of statements. So. Yeah, no. Oh, but yeah, you know what? We screwed up. It's not him. Uh, yeah, we messed that one up. Yeah. No, that's, that doesn't happen. I, I mean, if it does, it's very rare, but I doubt it. Yeah, yeah. Extraordinary. But hey, no, there's no dumb, eh, never mind. There's, there's a lot of dumb. There's no dumb comments on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> and if you, if you do make one, we'll find a way to beat it out. That's for sure. Um, do you want to go, uh, do you want to go on and do a couple more topics or you want to just leave it with the Brian laundry update? What do you think chat? Should we do some more topics? We don't have many more. We've got a couple more things that really happened today. I mean, I feel like the whole entire world is focusing on this, uh, this Brian laundry. It's a story. big this story. Breaking it's news. A, it's a big thing, but, um, this, I believe Unless something huge happens, I don't think we'll be doing a show tomorrow. We say, yeah, this would be the third show for the week. So no, um, I, again, unless something massive, unless they release the notebook information, you know, tomorrow we'll be here for that. Um, but I, I don't think so. I think they're going to take the the weekend for that one. You know, right? Okay, so a lot of people are telling us to keep keep going. Let's do some more topics. All right, let's do some more topics. Um, the other big topic of the day today was, uh, well, it happened last night, actually, just uh, after we got off the air, and that was that President Trump announced his uh, social media company. And what is it? Does it have a name? I, I heard a lot about this, but I didn't know if it had a name or not. Uh, yes, it has a name. You didn't see our little group chat? I try not to get involved with my friends <laughs> <laughs> with my friends <laughs> no, what, I, I didn't i didn't there's a lot of chats and i was working so i didn't really get a chance to sift through it all yes the trump media and technology group which i believe is a new venture it's a spac if you will do you know what that is no so funny this is a this is not a criticism of trump this is a criticism of wall street a spac years ago was looked upon like a um for lack of a better term uh, pyramid scheme like it was just a shitty way when you couldn't legitimately take a company public you created a SPAC now because we've lost all sorts of we lost whatever little sense of you know morals we had on Wall Street in the last five years ten years especially it's the wild west over there yeah now SPACs are the most popular way to take a company public so that completely 180 from There's like no laws you, against that well, it, there was never a law against it. It was just looked down upon. It, there, there was a oh, process wow. into taking a company public. You had to kind of, you know, you had to get, you know, certain things in order and whatever. And a SPAC was like a shortcut way if you couldn't really do that. Now, all of a sudden, everybody is going public with SPACs. It's, it's like the latest trend. And so uh, President Trump is doing the same. So that's the Trump Media and Technology Group. He announced Wednesday the launch of, it, the launch of a new social media network. Wait, named- let me guess the name. Orange Facebook. Oh, we just stop it. <laughs> Truth Social. Truth Social. Yes. That's dumb. Truth Social. A beta version will be available to invited guests in November. I wonder if we're going to be. I Hannity's going to be on that list. I don't know if we're going to make the cut because uh, of all of your negativity towards yeah, the man. No I thanks. Now, just because of you, Frank, we won't be getting a. We won't be getting Rats. an invite to that. So you have to be invited. 
Well, it's a beta version, which is common with these sorts of things, uh, in November. And a nationwide rollout is expected in the first quarter of 2022. According to a press release, the company says its mission is to, quote, create a rival to the liberal media consortium and fight back against the big tech companies of Silicon Valley. Hey. Let me give the new people a heads up here. I will give fair commentary to this. Frank will be slamming the former president for the next 20 minutes or however long we talk about this. It's like you've met me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So a couple of obvious things. Put put the president aside for a second. He's Mm -hmm. obviously a very popular person. He obviously has an extremely loyal following. Even with that, since Instagram, it has been incredibly difficult and I know about TikTok. Wait for it, damn it. I'll get there. Since Instagram, nobody has really launched a social media network with any sort of success. Instagram was really the last one, and they got bought up by Facebook way too early in the process. Now, in, uh, TikTok was musically, so they go back a really, really long time. And what's different about TikTok, and I love TikTok, this is not a slam, but they were there, they got lucky with the pandemic. Not to say that TikTok wasn't great, not to say that it wouldn't have continued to grow, but nobody can argue with the fact that everybody being told to stay home in the entire world for 30, some, however long we were doing it for, months oh, and months, was, people, people stayed for a year. It was the golden age of TikTok. TikTok took off, and so... Yeah. You know, not to say again that it wouldn't have grown in popularity, but it was eased by a once in a century type situation. Yeah. TikTok so, and Tide Pods just fucking took off. Yeah. So kind of a kind of a strange scenario with TikTok. To my point, Triller, which was a TikTok alternative, which spent a lot of time growing, has now basically faded into nothingness. Nobody right. is using Triller because Everybody has TikTok. These things tend to be really organic and, and can't be helped. Is. Right. What? I feel like that's kind of what this is. It was a, a someone who has a huge following just putting, you know, creating a, That's the yeah, only way another one was going to come up. I feel. It doesn't necessarily work that way, i.e. take a look at Quibi. Quibi no. had all sorts of money behind it, big stars behind it, huge names, angel investors. It was the biggest bust ever. And again, during a time where everybody was home, 10 minute videos should have succeeded. It was one of the biggest flops and failures of all time. Triller, the same thing. That you think, yeah, you would think, come up with a nonsense word, done, Quibi. (laughs) Come up with a platform, you know, something that everybody else isn't doing. That's hard to do. Um, I feel like well, you got a nonsense word. You're halfway there. That's Painting true. You do services need a, by Steve, by the way. You do need a nonsense. You do need a nonsense word. Uh, Mariah first. I'm just excited. I'm catching this live stream. My favorite Italians. That's very oh, generous, Mariah. By the way, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn. You are my favorite Mariah with apologies to Miss Carrie. Just Mariah. facts. I don't think they're right. I think there's only two in the world, you and Mariah Carey. I know of no other Mariahs. Yeah. 
Uh, very kind of you. Painting services by Steve. Keep up the good work, guys. You need to do an update on your third musketeer's cousin and his girlfriend from the other side of the planet. <laughs> when we hear from him, we'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, but that's a, that's, a, that's a great yeah. one. I mean, it's a it's a it's it's funny. Nine ninety nine. I like that that number. It's yeah, ten dollars. Yeah, nine ninety nine. Not ready like to it. commit the full ten. I don't think we're worth it. I I agree. I don't even think we're up to 999 standards, but that's fine. I appreciate we appreciate it. That's basically my entire life. Just shy of greatness. Just I just, just can't get there. Uh, right but there. yes, uh, Jay Sab's cousin went over to where did he go? Yugoslavia, Turkey, Turkey, Aramistam. One of those. It Zemunda. was Turkey, which not sure. is not, you know, which everybody even Jason Jay Sabs was like, oh, it's. It's crazy over there. No, it's not. It's Turkey. It's fine. No, You're, it's crazy. I mean, I, but I also think the same thing about Jersey. I don't like going over there for too long. Get I agree. That's kind of true. Yeah. Um, Certain spots, but most of it. But yeah, her cousin went over there to spend two weeks with some lady that he met online. Yeah. To be fair, they were talking for what, seven or nine months or something like that. Yeah. But to it be was, fair, they also got a tattoo within like three days of being together. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's unique uh it's it's different but they you know what last we heard they were they met they hung out for the two weeks it was a week they spent at a resort and then mm -hmm. a week he spent at her the young lady's home right that's with rough with her family that's a rough week and we to, to best of our understanding everything went well jay sabs shared a picture with the two you know the two of them together in, in a photo True. it looked like a nice couple um and then he came home and i think the next step was he was going to bring her over so that she would visit america come here right for whatever amount of time i don't know if that happened yet i don't know if we're doing that in america right now are we letting outside people come in for a little bit i feel like there was a delay on that with covid and all the other stuff i think people are coming in uh people could come in i think they have to either be vaccinated or have some kind of test but i, I don't the covid test but i think you're allowed to travel business are we groups. letting people from turkey in this country two people we shouldn't let in two groups of people people oh, from turkey go. and this people from jersey are the two groups well, they're already allowed. in my friend i don't know what to tell you oh jesus I jersey's don't. already infiltrated i'm uncomfortable with the whole thing um you. yeah i uh yeah they're planning to come back and then i think he also said he was gonna propose to some degree okay it's established 07 watch the 1985 movie clue if you want to see how they already knew all this would happen i love that movie clue and i don't know what you're talking about oh what, would, what happen? would happen i don't know but i, I that's what that's my wife's favorite movie of all time and it's one of my favorite movies um it's up there it's in my top 10 but i don't know what you mean um we'll have it we'll, next time jace Epps comes back we'll have an update of course she's not with us tonight because she is in Florida, vacationing she without is. her children, as any fusion and fusion is a red herring. I get, I remember that in, in the movie, but who's talking fusion bomb? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. By the way, painting services by Steve. I feel like I should redo this wall. What color? I'd like your professional opinion, please, sir. You, you know, I I could see you doing a nice deep red behind you with the black tile. Red, like a dark, dark, like burgundy. This is a dark burgundy. What is wrong I, with you? Let me see. 
Can you see your contacts in? Oh, you should shit. wear contacts and glasses. You know what? I wasn't even looking at the, at the, at the, your wall. I'm t- all right. How about what if we go the opposite? We go bright. We go a nice blue, a sky blue. Ah, but our, our color palette's black and white. Okay. Do you what know about... what show you're on? No. Where am I? I've, to be fair, I've had two glasses of, of whiskey. I know. <laughs> I'm starting to get the feeling like I should end this before we're apologizing on the next podcast for something that was said in a drunken Frank stupor. It makes for a good podcast. And we're talking about Trump, too. So Trump and alcohol for Frank are like, that's, you know. Bring it. Becomes a carnival. Becomes so a carnival from ride. From what I understand, his, uh, his, his crappy social media crashed today. Is that, is that what I'm getting? Whose crappy social media crashed? Uh, Trump's. It, it crashed because of a, a million trolls came on. and No, it hasn't even started yet. No, it, it went live and it crashed. No, it didn't. It, it did. I just said November they're inviting beta guests on. Trump's then... new social media site collapses after trolls flood it before launch. Boom. Oh, look at you breaking news stories. I will read it out. I didn't, I didn't, can you read or are you too buzzed? You want me to I read can't it? read, but I'm <laughs> going to try. I hope they didn't so. take at liberal pussy because I was hoping to reserve that for you on the play. I think you'd be great on truth. Yeah, but that's a little too on the nose. Mm. I mean, I, if I'm going to troll, you got to be undercover a little All right. bit. While you're getting that, let me just do our live read for the great JSABs here. Of course, uh, you know, it's uh, still birth awareness month. I'm probably still getting that wrong and incorrect. Uh, but um, Janine's first baby it was a stillbirth. We lost Diana Hope uh, a number of years ago. Uh, very sad for all of us. Since then, Janine has turned into an absolute warrior, uh, raising funds, raising awareness for Star Legacy, which is doing some great work to to uh, do research and to get some more information on how exactly they can stop stillbirths and uh, some other things uh, of the like. We have a link in the description below. Again, if we've ever made you laugh, if JSABS has ever made you laugh, you can find it in your heart to throw a donation that way. Please do so. The link is in the description below. People are donating 10 bucks, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever you can spare would be great. Uh, Star Legacy does some incredible work. We've done stuff with them. We've done walks with them. We've done all sorts of things with them. And uh, it's just a great, great foundation. Uh, so again, if you can uh, donate in in uh, the memory of Diana Hope, Janine's uh, first baby, that would be much, much appreciated. Link in the description of this episode below. Thank you guys for that. Yes, we really appreciate that. It's a wonderful cause. Just go to the hit the link and you'll see. Read up about it. There's not enough said about what's going on there, um, which is the point of uh, of the whole foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the, the apparently the Trump. I'm looking it up now. It, it's hard to find, but the Trump site uh, social uh, apparently crashed because people just flooded it. How the hell did they find it? I don't know. I'm looking it up, but that's. You tell me I don't pay attention to our friends, uh, our, our friends chat, chat, uh, text chat. Mm-hmm. That's where I fe- that's where I got the news. If you look, that's it was a post that one of our friends sent that it that a bunch of trolls flooded the uh, the website and then it just crashed. Yeah, um, and you know, uh, you know, again talking about the fact that social media uh, 
uh, companies don't really survive or don't really make it. There were two conservative ones, Parler and Getter, I think it was, that launched in the last year or so. And, you know, I mean, I'm, again, I'm being fair here. I we we're on Parlor. I don't even remember if we were really on Getter ever. I hope not. Are we on Parlor? Kind of stunk. It. Yeah, they kind of not. You Take know. us off Parlor. You, you get in there and there's all sorts of crazy, insane conversation happening. Too much Q stuff. Too much conspiracy. Of course there theory. is. It's, and it's I like Parlor. I like reading all that stuff. Some of it's entertaining. Some of it's interesting. You know, but for the most it's, part, it's, it's nonsense. It's a I lot of crazy say, in one concentrated area. Cheers, Robin. Right back at you. And yes, DJ Shenanigan, I am minutes away from singing a random Metallica song. Maybe a deep cut. Might get lucky. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, that's amazing. We're going to get a deep cut tonight. We might get some deep cut Metallica. I am, after all, drinking Metallica's branded whiskey. Black is that the whiskey? Hold that up so everybody can get a good look at that right there. This is Metallica's whiskey. It's called Blackened. Um, and the, what makes it unique, and I'm not getting paid to say any of this. I just am a fan. Yeah, we uh, each forget. batch, you see it. It's a it's a numbered batch here. Each batch is blasted with Metallica music, so it the barrels react in a certain way. Mm. Whether or not that has something to do with anything, who knows? But it tastes good. It's a nice it's a nice whiskey, and I'm actually drinking it out of a blackened glass. Adorable. Yeah. That is actually the most batch of crazy thing I have ever heard, and that's including all the stuff from Q. I mean, you, yeah, that we're going to play Metallica music through the through the the barrels of this whiskey. And it's going to be I mean, that is Q couldn't have come up with something that ridiculously. Apparently, the, the vibrations of the, the music affects the barrels and the taste and who the hell knows. I've I've had maybe since Blackened has been a thing. I've gone through three bottles. Are you for real? It's been like a year, maybe a little more. And it's not, you know, that is shocking. Not just me. I've had, you know, shared it. Now you're and blaming it, it your tastes, wife. They all kind of taste the same. What? Now, now you're blaming your wife. I'd say that. Friends, not you. What friends? You don't have. You, you I just, have I, friends. I, who's coming over to your house drinking? That's the craziest thing I've After ever I heard. After I have a few drinks, the friends just appear. <laughs> And Miss Justice, no, uh, unfortunately, there is no place that I know of that has me playing the guitar anywhere. Thank God. Yet. Oh, what? Yet. Yeah. Did you get new jeans, Frank? Uh, no, I didn't. That's. I think that's an old bag that we've just had. I don't think that has anything to do with my current jean situation. All right. First of all, for the audience who doesn't know Frank that well, Frank is not much of a drinker. When he does drink, he drinks the wussiest of wussy cocktails ever. I like sweet. This guy is a Malibu Bay Breeze. I love Malibu Bay Breezes. <laughs> exactly. They're sweet. I like so, sweet drinks. So the fact that you're drinking whiskey and now we're telling me that you went through three bottles in a year seems like you ha you should be at a meeting right now. To be fair, it's been a hell of a year. <laughs> Pandemic wise, <laughs> I'm not a lush Miss Justice. I I enjoy whiskey, and I don't, you know, I don't get drunk. I'm not drunk. I have a glass or two 
here accurate. or there. Very accurate. I'm not a lush. Mm. Honestly, I don't drink a lot. I really don't. Mm-hmm. If I had to pick a favorite drink cocktail. I'd Wait, say... you don't drink a lot of things outside of all the whiskey that Metallica's made? Right. That's the only reason I, I started drinking whiskey. Not that I started, but that I tried it even is because it's a Metallica whiskey. To be, I'm going to be completely honest. It's I like Metallica. I, I buy their albums. I physically buy CDs from them. I buy their, you know, when they come out with vinyl stuff. How do you do fan. that? Where do you go for that? Into a time machine? Time, yeah, I get in my time machine. I go back to the 90s. I buy a Jeez. CD. They have CD. You go to their website. They sell CD. I, I buy every now and then they come out with vinyl stuff. I buy on their stuff. Wait, did you get it on their website or their MySpace page? How does it work? Explain uh, it to their me. Their Pony Express, they deliver it right to you. <laughs> Is there, a, is there a, a visit counter on the bottom of this website? There might be. There might be a uh, a dancing baby or two. You never know. Thank you, Susan F's stuff. <laughs> I love that name. Lush Schmush. You get yours, Frankie. Thank you. Listen, Nothing wrong with a little drink here or there. I love a good, you know, Lindsay likes whiskey's her fave. I love a good whiskey, too. It's I'm responsible. Very... I don't, you know, I don't go crazy with it. Yeah. I don't over overdo it. I have one or two in a, in a long time. I won't have another drink for a long time. You know, it, it's here or there. Time to go to bed. Maybe. <laughs> Lisa G, I'm telling you, if you're I'm... a whiskey fan... It's a good. It's not that harsh. It has kind of like a, a wood. You could you could taste like the like a. Uh, it's let's see, finished in black brandy casks. It's good stuff. Uh, you know, it does. It, it's got a you nice. I don't flavor. even know what that is. Do you even know what a black brandy cask is? I know what a cask is, and I know what brandy is. Uh, black brandy. I'm I'm assuming it's a dark brandy. I have no idea, but I know what a cask is, and I you know. It adds some flavor to it. Adds like a woody, woodsy, kind of you know flavor. It's nice, earthy. First of, of all, I just want to say Brandy's a fine girl. Okay, that's what I just want to make sure. What a good wife she would be. My stance on that. Yeah, I feel like I wish I could. You know, I'm unprepared for this, but I have to do this. I got. Thank you, Bird. I don't think you seem that sloshed, Frank. I'm not. I had literally this much of one glass with ice. And a little bit of a second. That's it. And it's not that much. And I can handle it. What? Okay, you're on the podcast here. Because I don't have Janine, so. I love the way she answered the phone. What? <laughs> That's the way my wife addresses me at all times with other <laughs> disappointment. Okay, oh, listen. Wow. Listen to me. If I told you Frank drank whiskey, how much whiskey would you consider to be like if if I said, what's the most whiskey you think Frank could drink in a year? Year and a half, conservatively. A, a, year, a year and a half. Well, now the name, now the number's changing. But give me a I, give me I a round a estimate More of what that. you think Frank would drink, whiskey wise, in an entire year. Metallica whiskey. Because I know Frank, or would I think a normal person? Like not no, not that he's not normal. I don't know, like four or five. Four or five what glasses? No bottles. Bottles Boom. in a year. Boom. Yes. Bottles of whiskey? Yeah, we're talking about 12 months, bud. That's uh, Frank, Mr. Malibu Babies, Mr. You know, Southern Comfort shot taker. People change. Southern Comfort. 
I am shocked by this. Plus, this. I'm friends with you. That's enough reason to, well, to down a couple of bottles. Friends being friends with me will make anybody drink. I, I agree with that. That's plus it's Metallica. How many bottles of wine can I drink in a week? Well, that's you're you're dealing with it. You're dealing with a tougher situation. Is everybody surrounded by? Am I am I driving everybody to alcoholism? Is that what you guys are telling me? Yes. You you seem to be the uh, the common denominator here. Yes. <laughs> All right. Now I'm going to have to do some some reflecting now. now yeah. uh, Maybe turn that. And Frank has to do you three times a week. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. I your wife is a saint, by the way. I swear to God, I thought when you said four or five, you were going to say glasses because nobody would guess that. I mean, a glass. When you say glass, it's this much. Okay. All right. It's not like you. it's this much. It's this. That's a glass. I, I think this is. I I'm gonna go for a second opinion. I'm sorry. Who are you calling? My wife. My <laughs> wife. No, I'm not calling your wife. <laughs> All right. I'm calling my backup D. Oh God, who's that? I don't. I don't know if she'll answer the phone. You have a backup wife. Not a backup wife. I got a backup D. I have a second D. Is it my brother's wife? What? Hey, listen, yep. quick question. You're on the podcast. Oh, hi. Okay. <laughs> um, if you, and you can't, you can't hear Frank right now. If you okay. had to guess, now for the audience who doesn't know, this D, not my wife, is Frank's sister-in-law. Sister if you had to guess how much whiskey your brother-in-law <laughs> has consumed in the last year year and a half how much would you say uh, i don't i not a lot <laughs> what's not a lot what's not thank you what's not a lot i would say if you had one drink it would be a lot <laughs> wow <laughs> tell her it's metallica whiskey Thank you. That's it, no. The fact that it's that is 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 not has nothing to do that's with the anything. Only reason, that's the only reason I start, I bought it. You would say place. you would say one glass of whiskey is a lot. Yeah, I would say that for Frank. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Now tell her what We're it is. See if she's Thursday. I know, but they found Brian Laundry. We had to do a special episode. Uh, yeah. Wait. Hold on. I got to plug this in here. All right. Now, Deanna, if I told you it was Metallica whiskey, what would you up that number to? Oh, then he would probably drink the whole bottle. Okay, thank you. Still a <laughs> bottle. Your brother-in-law has consumed how many bottles? Three? Maybe three. Three really? three bottles in the last year. Year and a half and, and since the beginning of the pandemic. That's a lot. Even in a pandemic year, I'm going to say that's a lot for Frank. Yeah, not that true. much. I, I, I know he's just really not a big drinker. I'm not. I'm not. He's not. I mean, he's really not, but... I don't know. He did surprise me a couple of times. You said on the podcast he was enjoying like champagne and margaritas. So maybe I'm wrong. Champagne <laughs> was my anniversary. Hey, Mr. Fancy Pants alcoholic on this show all of a sudden. Oh, boy. You know, people surprise you. It is a big surprise because honestly, in real life, Janine is the huge lush alcoholic and she doesn't drink at all on the show. Whereas Frank, Out of you three, I would say Janine. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Four, I would say me. Yeah. Well, you have a pro <laughs> you're probably drunk right now. I am. Okay. All right. I'm going to let you get little, a little something else. But I'm like... <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right. I'm going to let you get back to it. I don't want right. to ruin your buzz. Thank All you. Right, bye. Thank, Thank you. you.
Isn't it a school night? Doesn't she have to work tomorrow? I don't think it matters. Okay. Listen, the future of this country I'm is not, doomed anyway. It doesn't I'm matter if we have a little anything. fun at night. You know what I'm saying? Oh, now it doesn't matter. <laughs> For me, it's a huge well, deal. Well, you're not teaching children. Not that Deanna no, is technically teaching children. I'm just saying. Thank you, Lindsay. Lindsay Beard. Gotta run. Enjoy, Frankie. I appreciate it. And no, I don't have a don't have a problem. I would admit it if I did. It's literally a glass or two within two months. That's not that bad. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. bad. Um, I'll say this. You'll know when Frank has an intervention because we will do it on this show. That's well, that's true. That's we never true. miss an opportunity to capitalize on something in our personal lives. So long as you don't, you know, I don't call my mom a whore and you run across the, the room and punch me in the face. When did that happen? Paulie Walnuts and Chris. When oh. they the... <laughs> <laughs> You're a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> that was a failure of an intervention. You killed Cosette? Why? Remember Gandolfini? <laughs> Man, what a he legend. So upset and then he goes, that's because I know what it's like to lose a pet. He's still going back to that stupid horse. Fucking sociopath. <laughs> Hey, pets are, are a real loss. So if you lose a pet, that's not that's yeah. not nothing. You know that. Uh, established. Teachers are craziest of all. I wish I would have known when I was in high school just how batshit crazy teachers. Like, if I would have known then what I know now about teachers. Man. Yeah. Man. Let's see. Shelly Gambino. I want Trump vodka. I would imagine it would be Trump with peach Easy. flavored. Peach flavored. this is what happens when he drinks you can't i make jokes when i drink i'm a happy when i get when i drink some people get depressed some people get loud i get happy you know i have no Mm -hmm. uh, i I get fun you expect hold on i lost my earpiece you especially you especially get happy at slamming the former president of the united states i feel i slam you too you're an idiot how's that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and i'm not drunk i've had a glass and a half it's really nothing by the way shelly let's be honest we had trump steaks so i can't think that vodka is that far away you know i mean he's gonna give it a shot at some point yeah that uh that crashed and burned kind of like the trump board game trump university easy baby. all right i'll stop i'll stop, I'll stop. <laughs> hey bird likes whiskey frank mm-hmm. so do i Whiskey Frank's a good guy. Whiskey Frank's the guy I want to have a drink with. Yes. Um, Robin, Skull Vodka. I think my Skull Vodka bottle has something to do with Dan Aykroyd. Yes. It indeed does. Skull Vodka is a Dan Aykroyd thing. I've had it. It is delicious. It's really amazing. I, you know, he Dan Aykroyd is very, you know, he's a, a wonderful spokesman of this. If you hear him talking about his Skull Vodka, he knows the ins and outs of it. He tells you how it's made. Yeah. And he speaks so passionately about it. I'm like, oh, God, that's, that sounds amazing. Yeah. There's no impurities in it. He's very big on all of that. It's very, yeah. And he does this. It's weird. He, he talked about it. He said, there's like, I don't know what kind of crystal. It's like quartz or something. I don't know. But they pour the vodka over this crystal. And he said, I don't know if it makes it. He goes, I don't know if it makes a difference at all, but people like it better when it's poured over this thing, this crystal. Mm-hmm. And it's weird, but hey, it's their gimmick and it works, I guess. 
Dan Aykroyd is batshit crazy, by the way. Lo if you love alien talk, there is a podcast that he did with Joe Rogan before Rogan moved to Houston. One of my favorites, yes. Like a year or so ago, year and a half, pre a year before the pandemic, I meant to say. Really fun, fun conspiracy, alien talk sort of an episode. Uh, really great, really, really yes. great show. It is really good. And he talks about he talks about his encounter with the men in black. Mm -hmm. And it's it's really fascinating. I mean, take it for what he says. You know, I don't know what it was. I'm just telling you what I saw. That's all mm -hmm. he said. You know, that's the way he puts it. And when it comes from, I guess, you know, celebrities, I don't know why, but they have a little more. You, you kind of believe them a little more than such some random guy. But uh, Dan Aykroyd, he sells it, man. He, he's like, listen, this is what happened. I'll tell you exactly what I was doing at the time. This is what I saw. You decide what it is. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah, I don't know what it was. He also had a lot of. Uh, what I also found interesting is like his father had experiences too. Like there was a lot of talk like this kind oh, of really? back in his family. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. And no, Pamela Kittle, I am not high. Uh, she says I'm high. No, I had literally a drink and a half. That's all I've had. And I had a lot of low main before, so that's kind of soaking, <laughs> soaking up the whiskey. I've been dreaming it out low main all the way to fuck over here. <laughs> that's a great. That's probably line of the show. Oh, I think Gigi died taking a shit is the best line from the that's Sopranos. That's a good line. That's Paulie did favorite. have a lot of good lines. Yeah. Paulie. I get down. Tate. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you think, big man? Should we leave it there? We have another topic. Um, Metallica has turned. Come on, that's not it, right. It wasn't what Metallica has turned Frank into an alcoholic. That's not right. That's well accurate. I'm not an alcoholic. It may not be right, but it's uh, very accurate. It is not. Um, odds on on uh, Trump's uh thing being successful. I'm very curious. If there's somebody who could do it, I think it's him. I still don't know if it's enough. I, um, 80 million people voted for this guy. I still don't know if that's enough to make a social media network succeed. That's how hard it is to, to make a social media network succeed. Maybe. I mean, I think his appeal is going to diminish over the next few years. It's just an opinion. Um, but I, I don't think it'll it'll last as long as he's hoping. I think he should if, if this was going to be su successful, he should have started it up. Six, seven months ago, you know, if that would have been the height, that's what that would have been the, the perfect time to get this going. That would have drawn a lot more people. I think now it's kind of it didn't strike while the iron was hot. I also think that like the problem with Getter and Parler was it was all one sided. And I think even Republicans yeah. kind of felt like, eh, you know, that's the thing. We're all. Yeah. I mean, you spoon fed the same the, the stuff that you already believe for so long. You're all you're all, you almost get that tunnel vision. I feel like a lot of people who jumped onto Parler and Getter in the beginning kind of were like, yeah, let's see what else is. I'm going to go back to Facebook or Twitter just to kind of see what's happening in the world, because you're only getting sort of one side of it same thing happened to what was that uh clubhouse everybody yeah. was clubhouse 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 and then after a while you're kind of like what do i care what this marketing person thinks about you know what do i give a shit and you know and then you kind of like tuned in to hear like a celeb talking for for that night and even that got tired once they stopped paying them to be there and do that that got tired and i feel like everybody kind of like 
flattened out on Clubhouse. It's rough because I think as, yeah, we all want different sources, but I think when you get down to the individual, like if I asked one person, how many social medias are you signed up for sites, you know? Yeah. They'd say two or three, maybe four. To to spread yourself so thin, you just, to check a million things, it's just such a pain. So it's hard to introduce a new one when you've got three or four titans. You know, it's hard to to throw a new one in the mix. And what's weird is even through the test of time, television, newspapers, uh, and uh, radio, those those seem to be the thing television's being replaced by youtube newspapers is being replaced by facebook twitter and radio is being replaced by podcasts so you know people are still behaving the same way they're just going to the newer version of those of those items and you don't there's not a lot of room in that newspaper blog world it's facebook and it's 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 Twitter for the news and it's Facebook to see what your fa- Facebook and Instagram to see what your family and friends are doing. That's the thing. There's uh, on paper, there's infinite room. But in reality, in terms of the public interest, there really isn't a lot of room for stuff because, yeah, you got all these different things. But again, you're going to have these you have four, maybe three or four social media sites that are the main focus and all the other ones, yeah, they might be good. They might have something different, but they're not going to be the, the Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikToks. They're not going to be that. Yeah. It, it's, it's very difficult to compete with any of those. Um, does Frank burn frankincense? That's a, I, I might have to now. A little bit. Look like you're about to say a little bit with that face. A little bit. Uh, would would uh, truth censor liberals now as a gag? You gotta even if it's not really Hillary, which it would never be. But I think you gotta give Hillary a profile and then take it away from her. I think we all want to see that. So if it's, it's that's that's catch twenty two. Since it's truth and it's uncensored and it's free speaking and blah blah blah, you gotta figure liberals. If what if all the liberals gotta gotta you know and it's fifty fifty now. Yeah. What if truth became fifty fifty liberals versus conservatives? then it's not really what the conservatives and the Trump supporters signed up for. It's weird to say, and and this is not to say that the guy can't win re-election in 2024, because I think he still can, but Maybe. to be totally honest, and I feel like if you're being honest with yourself, it's, you, you can't fight this. Since he got kicked off of Twitter, he's not as uh, powerful. Or I, I shouldn't say that, not powerful. I want to say impactful. Well, I think since he got kicked out of the Oval Office, he's not that impactful. I just think that he's not that impactful. That was that was sort of his thing. He was really good at it. He like every time he tweeted, the entire world oh absolutely re- reacted and wrote an article on it. We don't have that anymore. Again, he can still win the election. I'm not saying he needs Twitter to win. I'm just saying it. He doesn't have the same impact as he well. Did. If let's say he did still have Twitter. But he's no longer the president of the United States. He's just former President Trump. Would his tweets still carry as much weight as they did? I don't think they would. He could say whatever he wants, and it wouldn't be as impactful because they the consequences aren't as great as when he was president. Yeah, and it's interesting because the president gets at POTUS. If he gets reelected, do they give him at POTUS? Yeah, of course they would. Why wouldn't they? 
because they suspended at real oh, Donald oh, Trump. Oh, gotcha. Right, right, right. Um, good question. Probably not because it's him. I don't think they would because it's his. It would be his. Uh, you know uh, that hit Trump is banned. You can't go in any. If he tried to go in under another name, they wouldn't allow that. It has to be because it's it's him. They wouldn't. They wouldn't do it. And nobody was hoping for a burner account from the president more than me. That would have just been amazing. Right. <laughs> he had a fucking burner account. That would have <laughs> just been great. Well, this is his burner account. This truth, whatever. There you go. Um, Steve Bannon, uh, Republicans and Democrats voted to hold Steve Bannon in criminal contempt for defying the Capitol attack subpoena. You know, the January 6th um, committee there is subpoenaing a lot of people. And uh, Steve Bannon said, I ain't going. No way, no how. Uh, they voted in the House today, 229 to 202. Which, which is disturbing to me. With nine Republicans supporting the resolution uh, and will now pass to the U.S. Attorney General for further consideration. How only nine? Forget you're a Republican, you're a Democrat. Someone ignored a subpoena. That's, that's the bottom line. I don't care who it is. You get subpoenaed, you show up. That's the law. Why would, what was it, 202 people? I forget what 229 the 229 to 202. 202 Republicans. Why would that, what is their excuse for saying, yeah, he didn't have to show up? There's no, that's the law. You must show up when you're subpoenaed. Why would they let him go for that? They're voting with party. I think the real story, the, the the amazing thing is that nine people didn't vote with party. That's the that's the that is amazing. News. But why? My question then becomes: Why is there even even a vote? It should just be you ignore a subpoena. You're in contempt. That's the bottom. It doesn't. There shouldn't even be a vote. Yeah. That's the law. You ignore a subpoena. You're in contempt of court. Well, procedure, I guess. Well, procedure, procedure. That shouldn't even be the procedure. The procedure should be you break the law. Why vote on whether it's very clear that he broke the law? Why even vote on it? It, it happened. I don't know. You know, it's not like if if Steve Bannon, if Steve Bannon robbed a, a liquor store. Why did it come back to liquor? I don't know. But when Steve Bannon, if Steve Bannon robbed a liquor store, would you would you have a vote on whether or not? And it was definitely him. Would you have a vote on whether or not he should show up in court? Right, but it's different. It's not criminal. This is, you know, this is a it subpoena. It is. Ignoring from, a subpoena. From Congress. Yeah. That's, it's law to show up for a subpoena, no? Yeah, I know, but it's, they have to, you know, they have to. I don't even know why there's a vote. It shouldn't be that way. It should be, ignore a subpoena. The very next step is you're in contempt of court. Bottom line, you know, case closed. It shouldn't even be a vote. No matter who it is. I can't tell if that's you or the Metallica whiskey talking, you know? Yeah. A little from column A. A little from column B. <laughs> All right, my man. Uh, just over an hour and a half. I think we're going to leave it there. Are you good? Good as it gets. You want to trash anybody else before we go? Uh, I can you trash go to you a for a while if you want. Do you want to go no, to a meeting? No, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Are you sure? I'd tell you if I wasn't. I'm, I'm actually, we, we joke around. I'm fine. I'm actually not even drunk. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say it's not. I'm, I'm a glass and I have in. And when I say glass, it's this much. Mm -hmm. You're not a drunk. You just play one on a podcast? I guess. 
Okay. That makes you feel better. Okay. Oh, so I, oh, just last note. Go ahead. I did fully watch Dave Chappelle's special. This is huge breaking news. Beginning to end. I watched the whole thing. Should we talk about this now or do you want, I don't know if it's going to matter come Monday. I did leave a comment on the on our last podcast. I, I commented in our well, comments. Who the hell's going to find out? We well, people in the comments, comments were asking. People in the comments were saying, Frank, you should watch the full thing. You should watch this you know, I, before you give your opinion. So I did. Literally right after our podcast, I went to I went into the bedroom and I, I just I watched it. I stayed up. I was up late and I watched it and then I put a comment up after. OK, so I said that Dave Chappelle was not being anti LGBTQ in this special. Um, now, I, I feel I put it. Frank said he did. We debated it. We debated it again unanimously. Unanimously. Hold on a second. This is important that we make sure. I just thanks to Bird for just being solid all the way around. It's true. We didn't do a salute <laughs> to the LA Times. Bird keeping us on our toes. Fuck the LA Times. Thank you, oh, Bird. Damn. Okay. Um, I was unanimously voted winner in this debate. Unanimously. I don't think. I don't know if you were. were you new? No. I mean, maybe some of the Frank Homers who just love everything you say were on your side. But outside Frank of that. Frank Homers? Homers, yeah. What does that mean? You never heard that? If you're if you're a Homer, like you root for the home team. You you never, huh. like you, no matter what you do, you're just, you're a Homer. You're like, you're Mets all the way or you're Republican all the way. You're a Homer. So people who just love you are just going to be on cool. your side no matter never what. Never heard that term. But yes, Lisa. Wrong. Lisa G in the in the chat, yay Frankie C can't wait to hear this. It was because of your your comment in in the uh, in the last podcast. I I actually it's that you you were the one who said um, you should watch the full the full special. Do I have a red dot on my shirt? Literally right after. Do I have a red dot on my shirt? What's that red dot on your sweater? I think that's our Seinfeld reference. (laughs) So because you said that, I literally after I read your comment. I said, you know what? I'm going to go watch it right now. And I turned it on and I watched the full thing. Were you <laughs> drunk when you watched it? I was not. Do you remember watching it? I do. Okay. It was last night. Okay. How many? You, I know you weren't drunk, but how many bottles of whiskey had you consumed prior to watching it? Yeah, close to one. I mean, okay. that's not even that much. All right. Okay. Yes, there you go. Uh, DJ Shenanigan kind of summed it up there. But I could read you my statement. It's not that long if you want to hear what I had to say about it. Go ahead. I just finished watching Dave Chappelle's special on Netflix. Wait, did you write this down? Is this a prepared I, statement? I made a comment on our last. Oh, you reading? You can't remember what your comment was? I well, I I can, but I I feel like I phrased it the best way I could. Go ahead. In this, because I I went in and I edited it a little bit, but I, I feel like this is the best way I could put it. Go ahead. I just finished watching the Dave Chappelle special on netflix i thought 99.999 percent of it was hilarious it was the one part that just seemed out of place to me the line about being team turf didn't go with the rest of the act in my opinion it seemed a little out of character for him compared to the rest of the act the joke that followed about cis women being overlooked for trans women i.e caitlin jenner was funny the story about daphne was absolutely perfect and beautiful. The jokes were awesome and hilarious. I love that he insults everyone, very res- reminiscent of Don Rickles, hilarious. It's the, quote, gender is a fact, end quote, part of the 
turf stuff that I can see as being a true, not jokey, insult to trans people. The rest of the act was great and pro-trans, which is why it felt out of place for Chappelle, who I feel is a pro-trans person at heart. Just my opinion. Okay, so two things. If he's a pro-trans person, then why are all these people treating him this way in the trans community? Because he made a very not pro-trans, like he, 99% of the time, everything he says, you know, he's jokey, uh, and he makes fun of everybody. 99% of the things he says, pro-trans, you know, I love these, I have friends, and all this stuff is pro-trans. But it just, that's why this seemed out of character. It just didn't seem like it fit. If he would have just took that two sentences out, I feel like it would have been a, a, a nice flow to the act. But if for some reason, this this line of, you know, I support trans, I support trans, I support trans, by the way, gender's a fact, and I, I'm pro-turf, just came out of left field, and it was very, it was just stood out like a sore thumb. It just didn't seem uh, like a natural flow. It, se it seemed very out of character for someone who's very uh, pro that side of the of the spec, you know, that whole thing. Uh, it, it didn't seem we. It seemed weird and out of place. What was the turf thing again? What did that stand for? It's uh, trans exclusionary radical feminists. So it's feminists. I'm not even who, drunk, and I I I don't even know what the hell you just said. See, I'm not. I could, I could prove that I'm not drunk. A trans exclusionary radical feminists. You did handle it's, that very well. Thank you. So it's <laughs> feminists. It's women who mm -hmm. are very pro-woman, but they don't include trans women. They believe that trans women aren't real women and haven't earned the feminine, you know, the, the feminism yet, you know, the, the uh, feminist uh, support, I guess. And, and okay, so they, they are feminists. They want female only, Yeah, for, only for cis Women, but they're I basically guess. saying not not for you people because you just got here five minutes ago. Is that what is that a basic way of That's saying? Kind basically, of which is short sighted and unfair because a trans woman, for all intents and purposes, is has been a woman since they you know. It's just because someone transitions. Let's say someone transitions at four, the age of forty, doesn't mean they weren't a woman since. Is they that were actually a kid. true though? What. Is that actually true? Is the, what part the born this way uh, thing? I mean, I believe it for gay people. I don't. I don't know if that's necessarily yeah. true. People are born. I, I think for most cases, people live. Uh, you know, their lives knowing. I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just saying, like, um, if, every if, case is different. I feel if you lived for 25 years as a man and then you were just like, you know what? Uh, you know, I think I, I want to be. I mean, I, I can't speak for every case. But I feel like I a could. lot of the time, yeah, right. I think you'd be great at it. Thank you. I feel like a lot of the time, it's people are just they grow up. Let's say a man grows up uh, in a man's body, but for the long time they knew and just could come to terms with the fact that they are actually a woman in a man's body. That that that. It's not like they wake up one day and go, "Oh, I'm a woman." I'm sure it's a feeling and it's something inside of them that they've been dealing with for a very long time. It's not just an on the whim thing. It's not a decision. It's something that happens that, that they're born with, I believe. It's, it's like being gay. They're born that 
way. It's just the way it is for them. Same way you're born a man th- believing wholeheartedly inside that you're a man. Yeah. People are born in a man's body that they just feel they're not. They're, they're just, that's the way they're born. And it's not, I don't think it's someone wakes up and decides. I don't think it's a choice. It's something that they feel on the inside and that's the way they are. Is there a call in line? I have some questions. There is, I wish they had a call in line. Now, I, we do yeah. have a call in line. We just don't use it. Yeah, that would be giving out our personal yeah. numbers. Please uh, ask your questions no, in the chat. We, have a, we the, can see them. There's a public line. Uh, we will do a call in show one day. I promise you. Because we're we're gonna do one of those. Uh, Frank's wife, you know, in the midst of explaining to me one night how we have to get Frank to a meeting, uh, came up with this great concept to do a "Ask Me Anything" episode, and I think we'll do that. And we could use the call in. You know, we we'll put the phone on for that one. But so yeah, yes, that would be fun. You can ask yeah. us anything, and you, we'll do it in the comments too. We'll we'll plan that a show eventually. Right? Yeah, and believe. <laughs> If you have nine one one, that's the call line. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call nine one one people unless you have yeah. an emergency. Uh, but yeah, ask your if you have a question. Go ahead. I mean, as long as we're up here, I don't think we're going to be uh, going very much longer. But if you want to jump in with a quick question, go for it. Okay, uh, you said a lot of stuff there. Can we just get back to comedy? That it's you know yeah. you need you need setup. Of course you do to have punchline agree and i think setup doesn't always have to be something that you necessarily agree with no but uh you know i mean i say a lot of insane shit on this show that you know i don't agree with Uh, yeah but if you listen uh, but i watched the whole thing and when he says this whole show or are you talking about Chappelle? Chappelle. he goes i'm he goes i'm team turf i am gender's a fact that's not the way the way you say it has to be uh, part of it as well. He's not. It's not just a joke setup. He's saying right, but I sta- feel a like, statement. I understand that, and I feel like that was more towards this idea of that he's jealous again because he can relate to turf because he is part of a minority group that has been suffering and fighting for years. Great. And all subsequent groups that have come after have had a an easier, quote unquote, easier time. Uh, okay, if that's the case, which if it is wonderful, he's just doing the joke of uh, I, you know, I'm just jealous, blah blah blah. The setup needs work. He's Thank not perfect. It's I'm not. Listen, Dave Chappelle is a pro. He knows what he's doing. What's I'm not going to say that. You're right, Aunt. You're right. No, listen, oh. listen, listen, listen. Um, I feel vindicated. Okay, good for you. Uh, <laughs> feel whatever you want. Um, but I am no professional stand-up comedian by That's any stretch of the sure. imagination. Yeah, and I would be the last person to advise a pro like Dave Chappelle on anything in that realm. I'd like to see that, though. No, I wouldn't even come close. But if that's the case, mm-hmm. standing up there and saying. I'm team turf. Gender's a fact. You had to come out of a, this and this. and this. He went a long time before he got to that punch. If he just said, listen, I'm team turf because I think, blah, 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 you know, I think this is the way it, you know, and he yeah. just went with, on with his joke. That may have been 
a little better. But the Can way I say he something? went about it, please. Can I say something? If he's giving a commencement speech, if he's at a political rally, if he's mm-hmm. at a press conference, yeah, I 1 billion percent agree with you. 1 billion percent. But he's at a stand-up comedy show. I understand. I get that. But a lot of stuff in stand-up comedy. There you get to do They pontificate a little bit. It's not like he's sitting there going, ah, I got my anti-LGBTQ thing out there. For I snuck it in. Listen, of 80 minutes uh, of pro-LGBTQ material. I got my one little minute, you know. No, no, no. Because the rest of the jokes were not anti-trans, but, you know, aimed at trans, which, is, which was funny. He had a lot of good trans jokes. He had a lot of good white people joke. He had a lot of good jokes about everybody. He had very good stuff, and it was hilarious. This just felt a little out of left field. It didn't seem like it was, uh, and I and I because because I, I give him the benefit of the doubt. He's he's not anti. I, I don't think he's anti trans at all. He loves. He had his friend. It was great. It was a beautiful story, uh, and. He's not. He's a compassionate guy. He, he's he's a warm person, and I get it, which is why I think the joke went over a little, like you know, the way it did. I just think it was out of left field a little bit. I mean, yeah, not every joke's going to be perfect, and I get that, um, but I just think this one was saying, you know. The preamble needed a little work is all I'm going to say. Maybe he didn't mean it, and that would be great. I love it, and he's a great guy and everything. Wonderful. I just think the joke, if that setup was just to support the joke, maybe it just needs a little more a little more work. I, that's, all, that's my opinion. I just think it just didn't fit with the rest of the narrative he was telling. You don't fit with the rest of the narrative. That may be true, which is, right. which is why I... Uh, I downed three bottles in the last year. <laughs> I, I'm officially out of Jumpstart Coffee, so we have to end this show. That sounds like a plan. <laughs> Agree to disagree, even though you admit that I'm right. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, 15% off Jumpstart Coffee with the promo code AOA15. Click the link in the description below. Also, don't forget, we got plenty of amazing merchandise available to purchase right now at shopanthonyonair.com uh include look i forgot i'm wearing a merch shirt tonight this is there it is fuck you tiktok we could make tiktok looking logos too sons of bitches wow see that was out of character for you yeah no actually it wasn't it's just kind of like everybody was making that sort of a logo and i thought that was a nice thing so we had our merch guy make it should Um, we have a shirt that says like f the la times oh that would be nice should we make that kind of a shirt? By the way, everybody kosher with the whole slander thing. I love how everybody in the comments for the Dave Chappelle thing was commenting legalized comedy. Do you know how happy that made me? I love it. I think comedy. I love know, that phrase. I love it. Absolutely. hundred percent. And it, and all his jokes about all the different communities there are out there. were all wonderful and great and hilarious. And I was laughing and it just it just this one just stuck out as weird to me it didn't it didn't fit mm-hmm. that's my only you know and i guess I, i'm sure people will see it speaking of fit it. the legalized comedy shirt comes in all sizes from small to 5x you are the master of segways <laughs> <laughs> 
Link in the description below for the merch store for Jumpstart Coffee Company. And of course, if you could donate to the Star Legacy Foundation in the name of Diana Hope for JSABs, uh, all very much appreciated. Links and more info to all of our stuff is at anthonyonair.com. Uh, to our wonderful moderators, our commenters, and everybody else who joined us tonight, thank you so much. Make sure you're subscribed if you're new on YouTube and hit that bell for notifications. Facebook, make sure you're following our page as well so you know when we drop new episodes. And, of course, you can subscribe on all the podcast platforms if you're on Apple. Please rate and review. I hate asking for it, just like the thumbs up, but it does help grow the podcast. More than you know, it does. More than you know. We will catch you guys. Obviously, no show Friday. This is our third show of the week. Uh, we will catch you guys unless something huge happens. Right. Um, unless something huge happens. Uh, but until then, we'll catch you guys on the next episode.